We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, this week I am at the Steinberg Ice Rink at Forest Park with Dominic Jansky. He is the Director of Marketing and Communications for Forest Park Forever. Thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks for having me. Well, I have never actually been here in the wintertime to see the ice rink. I'm not from St. Louis originally. I mean, I've been to Forest Park many times, but this is my first chance to actually see the ice rink. Uh, tell me a little bit about the history of it. Okay, well, you've missed out on a historic St. Louis tradition. Steinberg's a place where people of all kinds of generations and demographics form memories every winter. The rink has been here since 1957. Uh, it was made possible through a, a gift by Etta Steinberg, who had seen um, the, the ice in, in New York City and said, St. Louis needs a place like this. Um, Central and, Park. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and a place for, for the community and families to come together and be able to ice skate. Um, one of the things w with her gift was, you know, and this was in a time of explicit segregation, was she was saying, you know, this needs to be an integrated facility open to all. So that was, you know, that, that's a, a big part of the, the kind of origin story of the rink. Um, and it's, it's something that, you know, people value and want to carry through. And so Steinberg itself, you know, it's now one of the very few places where you can enjoy it ice skating outside during the winter and it's under a nice cityscape and of course it's part of a much larger park uh, where you can do all kinds of other activities. I read that it's the largest ice skating outdoor rink in the Midwest. Right and as we've talked with people about what they appreciate about the rink the size has been uh, one of the things we've heard again and again is that they if you whatever you do with the rink make sure you keep this large size so we're, yeah, we're keeping it's that 20 something thousand square feet isn't it i believe so like yeah it's, it's, yeah something it's, like that. it's a very it, when you're skating on it you you start to get a, a sense of of the vast uh, size length and width so it's yeah it's a big space logistically i'm just curious how you keep this thing going in the winter time when St. Louis weather changes so much. I mean, just recently, it was almost 70 degrees. So is that a challenge from what you understand about the logistics yeah. of it? Yeah, it, it absolutely is. Um, we have a, you know, a rink manager who, who they, they run rinks across the country too, so they, they know quite a bit about this. But yeah, I mean, certainly St. Louis weather is famous for its its mood swings. And uh, on the warm days, it becomes difficult. And, and sometimes if it's too warm, you know, they will close it for the day. Um, and, but th that's part of the, the charm and the flexibility. They have to anticipate the days where tons of people are, are making the rink look small because it, it can look full when, when it's really uh, popular. Um, and then there, there's the other days where uh, the weather won't cooperate. Right. Are you from uh, St. Louis, Dominic? I am. Okay, yeah. so 
Is this part of your family's history? You know, it's interesting. It's it, My family didn't skate here, but I did skate here with friends as a kid. And, um, it, it, and I hear that from so many people that they learn to skate here. Um, we've had speed skaters learn to skate here, um, do, do different activities over the years. Um, I think at times they've had, you know, hockey scrimmages, and I know they're trying to bring that back on, on weekends before open skate hours. Um, but yeah, it, so many people have a, a Steinberg story. And this is a hockey town, right. and I know that skating is an important part of a lot of young people's growing up, you know, the hockey yeah. practices and all that kind of thing. So it, it would be natural for a city with a strong hockey presence to have an ice rink outdoors like this one. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when the St. Louis Blues, the the NHL team started, they they did some uh, outreach activities here and did some learn to skate. Um, And they've actually done that in recent years, too, working with uh, um, some groups from North City. You know, Jamal Mayers, who's a former Blues player, was was part of that. You know, I think they call it the North City Blues. So just we like to see that because... We, we think of Forest Park in, uh, overall in Steinberg as a place for everyone and sort of to bring um, communities from all over St. Louis here. So we love to see things like that, and hockey's a natural tie-in, too. Yeah, and obviously there are other rinks in town, but this is the public rink. I mean, this is the rink that's in the largest park in the city, and so it has a different sort of weight. And Plus, you talked about the history with... Uh, you know, segregation and just all of the things that go around this. So it's definitely a valued part of the community, I would assume. And I know that there are plans to make some changes here because it's been a long time since there have been upgrades, right? Yes, absolutely. It's a, it's an aging facility, um, you know, and, and ice rinks are expensive to maintain even if they're they're just indoors and not open to the elements. So um, it's and the pavilion itself is, is aging, so it's due for a lot of upgrades and you know, part of this is called for in the master plan of Forest Park to, to uh, transform Steinberg to, to make it more of a year-round appeal, not just these winter months when the rink is open. And I read uh, a couple of the ideas were to have a cafe upstairs here so that you have a better view of the, the ice rink, and then maybe improving access from the hospitals over here. Yeah, I mean, there's so many, you know, the, the whole hospital complex there in the central west end, I mean, that, that's a, the eastern border of the park. And part of the project concepts is to make that entrance more inviting. Um, part of that is, you know, you can go to the rooftop of Steinberg now and have a look, but it's it's not very welcoming. It's lots of concrete. It's, it's your views obstructed a little bit by concrete unless you go up to it. So what we'd love to see is a more um, inviting spot where you, where you can more easily see the rink and the park beyond. And also, you know, there's the, the cafe concept. There's the kind of community living room where you can hang out inside and, you know, work on whatever you need to do or have some coffee or have kids playing games. Watching people skate to me is calming. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. I agree. Even if you're not skating or don't skate, you know, to see people uh, enjoying themselves. Um, and, and that's not just, you know, in the winter, we, we're hoping that roller skating would be an activity. We've heard that from people, too, that, you know, they'd want roller skating to be available. They're discussing, like, a water feature, like a splash pad or something else that would integrate with the surrounding area. Are there other ideas out there for what this could be used for in the summer? 
Yes, event space, um, you know, markets, uh, maybe music and entertainment. Um, we at the open house uh, at the end of last year, we kind of tested out some of those things and, and had people who who attended, you know, let us know like, hey, is this something that you would show up for? Is this what you would like to see? Um, one idea that our kind of world-class design team is working on is how to make the space flexible so that you could have multiple different things happening depending on the season or, or, or the week. For people who are younger or who haven't been in St. Louis for a long time, they may not realize that you know Forest Park was in decline in the 70s and 80s, um, and it's you know people love this place. It's, they see it as a as a treasure, and so to see it declining, the infrastructure, um, the maintenance just wasn't being taken care of. What started as a friends group of community leaders created Forest Park Forever in 1986. Uh, it really kind of evolved and matured into this nonprofit conservancy that works in partnership with the city. To make sure, one, it restored lots of the historic structures like Grand Basin, World's Fair Pavilion, all kinds of areas that had been in decline. Um, so the nonprofit um, raised money from the community to restore those and, and, and just to keep improving it and make sure that it's kind of serving the needs of, of over 13 million visitors per year. 13 million, wow. It doesn't surprise me. I, having moved here about four years ago, I've lived in quite a few other cities. There really isn't a park exactly like Forest Park in terms of the amenities, you know, where everything is free in terms of the museums. That is remarkable to me. It also, the, the beauty of the place, so I, to think that it was in decline, you know, that I would be heartsick over that. Right. If that was the case today. Of course it's not. Looking at 2023... What are some of the things on the agenda for Forest Park? A few big things. Uh, one is we've been working with the Parks Department on a project to add basketball courts to the recreational amenities in Forest Park. So that's that's moving along. We have uh, some open houses coming up where we'll hear more from the community. And so we're hoping that if all goes well with the concept and design, that construction would begin on that um, toward the end of this year. We also what we kind of call the East Waterways Project, um, which is restoring some of the lakes and or connecting them to the Taylor Kindle River that runs through much of the park. Um, so at Bull Lake, which is at the southeast end, uh, that's been dredged, and there will be a, a new uh, pavilion that didn't exist there before for, for education outreach for, for visitors. Um, Round Lake, which has a really picturesque fountain, but it's over 100 years old, so it needs uh, um, restoring, and that'll be a project that's part of the waterways thing that will also happen this year. In terms of the museums, uh, I have seen some really cool exhibits here over the last few years. Uh, recently, the St. Louis Sound exhibit at the History Museum. At the Science Center, there was that hockey exhibit, which yeah. was really cool. Do you know of any new exhibits coming in the next few months? The Art Museum has several that are opening early in this year. Science Center always has a ton of things going on. Missouri History Museum will have a lot of their um, inside exhibits, but they're also great at having outside uh, entertainment and festivals that bring people in. And of course, the Muni's, their season will begin. That's another element of the park that is really exceptional is the Muni Theater. And for the couple of the years that I've been here, it was not operating because of COVID. So it's just awesome to have a chance to, to see shows there. What can you tell me about the Muni in terms of uh, some of the culture around it? 
one thing, it's another St. Louis tradition, outdoor theater that's over 100 years old and has, has been restored recently too and it really integrates with the landscape. There's part of the waterway, you know, goes under the theater and actually keeps the, the trees um, that, are, that are around the stage alive. And the Muni is just so great. Like it, it brings in national um, talent, but it also has its internships that it does every year where, you know, it helps develop local young talent for its show. So it's, it's just another one of those things that's really intertwined with the St. Louis community and with Forest Park. When I was looking up uh, who to contact for the park and I ended up reaching out to you, it said under your name, telling the story of Forest Park. <laughs> Uh, I mean, what is that story in general for you? For me personally, it's it's a place where, you know, my mother took me to bike ride as a kid and me towing along. Um, I, I lived close enough where we could bike to it. Um, and, and kind of like you had talked about earlier, a place where so many of these free, outstanding museums and the zoo and cultural institutions are. So it's just a you know, a place where everyone can come together and feel welcome and enjoy themselves and, and you know, attach something of, of pride with St. Louis. I was on a walk recently when the weather was a little bit warmer near Forest Park, and I crossed one of those bridges, and there was the zoo right in front of me, and I was just kind of stunned that I could just walk right into the zoo. I mean, I've lived in other cities where it's quite expensive to go to the zoo. Right. And they have great zoos. I lived in Cincinnati. That's got a great zoo. But it's like 60 bucks to get in. Wow. And I'm just like, I can just walk in here? I, I had to ask somebody. <laughs> and I just strolled around the zoo. And it, was, it was a great day. One of the things that had helped support that was in... 70s the zoo museum tax district was created and and so it just shows belief in the community you know from the city and the st louis county of 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 supporting these institutions um with forest park forever that's one thing we talk about is that we're not directly supported by that tax district so it's so important that our our donors and, and community members who see the value of having these institutions in forest park and the natural areas um also help you know contribute to that and support the work that we do I really like the the name Forest Park Forever. We've talked some about logistical things that you guys have on your agenda this year or renovations to the Steinberg Rink in the future. But with a name like that, it makes me think of you have to keep your eye on the long term because you were talking about how it went into disrepair in the 70s and 80s. Obviously, you don't want that to happen again. But how do you keep that long-term vision and what is it? Yeah, um, part of that is making sure our, our donors understand that, you know, they're not just supporting the big projects, they're supporting that daily maintenance and, and that our team is, you know, they're out there in the park before everybody except the runners each morning, you know, doing maintenance, um, even, you know, collecting trash that's blown over in addition to all the plantings um, and landscaping. Uh, probably a great example of the long-term thinking, though, is just our tree planting. We planted over 560 trees over the last year um, with an expert um, green team who really thinks about the location, the health of the species, the color, what it will do for visitors. And with that thought that, okay, every tree we plant, we want it to last decades. We want the people who are children playing under them today to come back as parents and as grandparents and say, you know, I remember when this tree was was first here. Um, And you know, right now you can see examples of that work. Just if stroll or drive along Lindell or Skinker, you see lots of new trees planted. Those are, you know, for today, but they're there for years and years down the line. I mean, that's a great point. I mean, I can't even imagine 
what it takes to mow the lawns in this place or the, the outdoor spaces they're so it's so big how many acres is it 1300 acres 1300, yeah. uh, and and yeah there's lots of mowing there in between <laughs> and and there's you know uh, nat- nature reserve areas where where we maintain those habitats and those require lots of uh, and maintenance removal of invasive species um yeah, oh. animals too. Yeah, didn't think yep. about that either. <laughs> you know that there's just a lot that goes into maintaining a park of this size. Absolutely. Well, Dominic Jansky, director of communications and marketing, Forest Park Forever. Thanks so much for your time and sharing your knowledge about Forest Park and the ice rink. Yeah, thanks. It's great to tell to be able to tell a story. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 